Watch who? Hello. Hello and welcome to Two Watch Who, a Doctor Who podcast. I'm Mark. I'm Sarah. And I'm a Doctor Who fan. And I'm new to watching who? Watching for the very first time. Very first time. And uh, what's I going to say? Aloha, we're in Spain. <laughs> we're in Spain. <laughs> oh, do you know what I meant to look up? I was going to say, welcome to Two Watch Who in Spanish, and I completely forgot to do that. I can't remember. I, I, I don't know any Spanish. Spanish. I don't know it. <sighs> Year nine, and there's not a lot of Spanish opera songs. Bienvenido a dos mira queen. <laughs> so we're in Spain. It's the two doctors. <laughs> so we're in Spain. In Seville, to be precise. Lovely sunny location. Just uh, chilling out on the veranda. Relaxing. How are you? I'm all right. Yeah, not too bad. Good. How are you? Yeah, good. <laughs> in Spain, apparently. To- totally chilled out in Spain. I mean, not like it's end of January, early February, freezing or anything. Nothing like no. that. No, no. Well, I've got an update for you. Oh, go on. The vote is in for our baking challenge. Right, go on. And with fifty-three percent of the vote. Well, not as much as you. It's pretty okay. Go on. It's Mestor, the grey slug. Oh, no. Okay, I'll make a slug. Chameleon got 42%. Right. Um, other 5%. We did have a couple of suggestions at the Merca. You know, that big, uh, the thing in the underwater one, that big thing the Silurians had, the big green oh, yeah, yeah. pantomime horse. Right. Um, or the Malice. People think we have more talent than... <laughs> I can make a slug, yeah. And, th- and there was another comment. It's gone. I swear it was there before. Someone said do like a mini master, like just a- on a biscuit. <laughs> ah. Which would be, <laughs> would I mean, make it that's easier. a painting one more than anything. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I think we should try and bake a mess door, as we did put the vote out. Yeah, I said that. It's, like, it's either that or Nicola Bryant's cheesecake from the Doctor Who cookbook, which I've sent you the video of I if just, you want to have a look. I was starting to read it. So <laughs> we will go with um, Nestor. Let's do mess door. Maybe I'll find a photo of and send it, and then we have to both go from the same photo of mess door. Fine, yeah, yeah, fine. Yes, and it's very apt this week talking about food because it is there's a sort of a food theme to the two doctors a little bit. Yeah, right at the end when they're both not going to eat meat anymore. So, are you pleased that it's Patrick Troughton as the other doctor? Um, yes, but it's a bad story. Oh no! Oh no! Okay. Do you not think it's a long story? I'll tell you what, right, Patrick Troughton is great. It shows how good of an actor he is. He's great when he's on screen, when he's playing the Doctor, when he's, you know, they go to the restaurant, all that stuff, right? But they don't really interact that much. And it's just a gimmick because to, you know, have another Doctor and have a gimmick for the... They, there's nothing about the two of them having to work really together other than, like, in the third episode when they get a key off a chair. It's never... I don't fully understand why they've been brought together other than it's just made out like they've crossed paths. That's it. It just wasn't a great story to show off. It was just a a, a ploy of, well, we'll get the another Doctor back because that's always popular. I Yeah, I can see what you mean because, again, it's all about 
the fans, publicity. So you've got, let's get the second Doctor back. Let's get the Sontarans back. And oh, look, we're going to Spain this time. Like we always go to these foreign locations for publicity. Yeah. It, yeah, it is a bit like that. And the writer is a good writer. He wrote for Tom Baker. He did The Fifth Doctor's Last Story. It was okay. the last one he wrote. Yeah, yeah. Really good. Like he's because a lot of these other ones are like newer writers a lot of the time. This guy's done a lot of popular stories, but he's given a shopping list. You've got to have the Santarans, you've got to have the second Doctor and Jamie, you've got to have Spain, you've got to, you know, do all this stuff. And like he said, yeah. It's really difficult when you're given a shopping list of stuff by the producer to try and make something out of it. You're not he's not just given the freedom to do it. So yes, and it is three 45-minute episodes. It's the equivalent of a six-parter back in the day. Well, let's let's start at the well, beginning and just in the new format of three, but it's the time of yeah, a six-parter. It's yeah. the time of a six-parter, basically. Let's start positive though at the beginning. So it starts off with a second doctor and Jamie. Look at the size of that thing, Doctor. Yes, Jamie, it is a big one. Yeah, I mean, that was nice. That I mean, you know, I like Jamie. Um, Do you think he could still get away with playing younger Jamie? No, <laughs> neither of them got away with that, but there's no way around it. Well, it's weird, because when we had the second Doctor in the Five Doctors, he had, like, dark hair. I don't know if they dyed his hair there. They didn't dye his hair black. No. they could have. I mean, they could have dyed his hair black in this. I don't know why they left it. And this has opened up because you've got the second Doctor and Jamie. No, they mentioned Victoria. They've dropped Victoria yeah, off Yeah, they meant, but yeah. And there's obviously no Zoe or anything. So in terms of like the fan explanations of this, because you've got the second Doctor and Jamie, they talk about the Time Lords and stuff. They didn't find out about the Time Lords until the second Doctor left. The Doctor looks older. So there's a fan theory about the second Doctor and Jamie here. And there's this here, it's in the books, it's in some of the audios and everything. This is like a whole thing that's been made up since called Season 6B. So the second Doctor left in the war games at the end of Season 6. Yeah. And it, the Time Lords sent him, you know, made him change and go to Earth and stuff. Yeah. So the theory is this is set afterwards where the Time Lords are like sending the Doctor on missions and stuff. This is before he regenerates. This is sort of indicated anyway, isn't it? It's sort of indicated that he's been sent by the Time Lords. Yeah. yeah. And so whatever reason he's picked up Jamie and Victoria afterwards, I mean, because Jamie had his memory wiped and stuff, but he's yeah, obviously got them it, back. Yeah. So there's this whole like idea that they had a whole series of adventures for the Time Lords in between, and then they wiped their memories and then sent them back. So this is like season 6B. So that's why he looks older, because he is older. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, anyway. I could, I could get that as a... Again, though, like, it doesn't matter too much. It's that initial shock, I think, when you see them in that setting of the TARDIS and stuff, and you're like, oh, they have... Time has happened. But then, after... Like, once he was with, like, the new Doctor, I didn't even think about it, because he's Jamie. And it's quite a long time with just them going onto the ship, and, like you say, they've got this Time Lord mission... So were you sort of getting into the story then or were you just like, this is not, like, not much is happening or... The first, again, it's always that first one. The first one, I did sort of get into it. So I'm trying to think. For me, the couple in Spain didn't really add much. Oh, yeah. So that's Oscar and... What's, What's her name? Uh, Oscar, Oscar and Anita. If anything, it kind of, like, 
ended up confusing me more because they're jumping about from like space to Spain a bit. There's a lot of this happens a lot in this season. And I don't think we had this before. And maybe it is the 45 minute format where, okay, so way back, even like in the fifth Doctor times, you would start off a story, you'd have like, I don't know, someone on a space station being attacked, cut to the Doctor in the TARDIS, cut back to those people in space, cut to the TARDIS arriving. And then they would meet those people that we've just seen and the story would tie up and it would sort of go along that way. But a lot of these I'm finding you've got Second Doctor and Jamie, you've got Shokai and all of that lot, back to Do uh, Doctor and Jamie, then you've got Chassini or whatever, then you've got the Sixth Doctor, then you're back to the Second Doctor, then you've got Oscar and Anita, then you've got... And then they don't necessarily all meet up until like end of episode two, like an hour or whatever in it doesn't tie up and you just got these random cuts to other yeah. things. And there's quite as a lot of them. Now where it worked well for me was the one with um, the commander or whatever it's called, the TV one. The TV, oh, Vengeance on Varos. Yeah, that worked well because like in terms of- It tied up, yeah. It, it, know, they met I, and it flowed, yeah. Yeah, for me, this was very broken up and- I mean, I followed it just about, but I didn't enjoy it as a story. I feel like it was lots of slow moments. I think you could take a whole episode out. This could be two episodes. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I think, I, I don't know, for me, I couldn't work out what the benefit was for some people being there. <laughs> Who do you mean? Who's The Sontarans for a start. Well, I think, again, they're there, A, to be a monster of the week. So you can say to the fans, guess what? The Sontarans are coming back. But they not a good costume again. Absolutely no. nothing to that story. You know who they are. That's about it. We haven't seen them in a while. But we know who they are. The guy with the glasses, the scientist guy. The starry, yeah. Oh, my God. If I get um, prescription sunglasses, I could look like him. You could. <laughs> you could. Oh, my God. I'm going to get to starry sunglasses. <laughs> you need your shiny outfit as well. Oh, yeah. I could do that. Yeah. So then, what was his name? Um, Destari. 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 Yeah. Okay, so for me it was Destari, female Lara Croft girl. Oh, um, Chassini, yeah. Chassini. Hang on, Lara Croft, what do you mean? What? As in, like, she's supposed to be, like, sort of getting involved, she's got her gun, she's got her stuff going on, she's very, like... You mean, the, also, the Andrew, it the... turns out she's been like redone, hasn't she? Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So her and him, and then the guy that just wants to eat humans. Oh yeah, Shokai. Yeah. Shokai, the more primitive version of what she is. It's just them three. Do you know, like they're the baddies. They're doing stuff, and then the only reason the Sontarans are there is because they're being told they're like, you do this. That's it. They have enough like. It doesn't bring anything. I think they're just really long scenes. Like, especially with that, with that second Doctor talking to Dostari for that, right in the beginning of part one, explaining the plot. It's just quite slow. And then... I think you need it, though, because... There's a lot going on. You need to set it all up. Yeah, there's a lot. Maybe too much. Because then you've got the Doctor and Perry. Doctor's fishing. And Perry's in a... <laughs> Perry's in appropriate clothing this week for the weather. Yeah, she is. For Spain <laughs> as well, yeah. <laughs> Although that... That top is like bacon foil. She's going <laughs> to roast in that, isn't it? Roasting, yeah. Very <laughs> so 80s, least, though. Very 80s. That's so 80s. It's weird she's got that like headband across. 
Yeah, uh, probably because she was well. sweating so much, you know, <laughs> shiny top. Yeah. Um, they take a little bit of time to. Well, they're on sort of on their own, aren't they? There's all that stuff in the TARDIS. Well, that's it. They... You've got because you've got all the second Doctor and Jamie stuff, and they arrive and they're that real meeting. Then there's that big explosion, and then it kind of just cuts to, and it's it's quite a while in, and and then we cut to the new Doctor seventh. What are we on now? I don't know. Sixth. Sixth Doctor. I was like, I was going to say his <laughs> number, and I was like, then you go to the sixth Doctor, and then yeah, you're there just fishing casually and. I don't know. For me, they just didn't tell you up as stories. No, because then, because you've got, they take the doctor away. Jamie is supposedly on that ship. I don't know why Jamie goes feral later on. <laughs> How and long has also, he been there? How long also, has he been there? You know, when we see the doctor feel like, oh, something's happened to me, surely all the previous incarnations would feel that at some point too. I think these are questions we don't ask. <laughs> Mark, explain. <laughs> but why? <laughs> maybe he was like the nearest doctor to it all, maybe, or something. I don't know. But like, I mean, if we're going back to like the whole five drops of series when things were happening, this sort of sense, of, I don't know. I enjoyed the moment where he thinks it's the end of the world and then he realises, oh no, there's like other... This is the reason when he sees the uh, things in the thing all dying, like ah, ah. Oh, the people in the tube where it's like a, a projection, yeah. But you've got so much time because you have all the Doctor and Perry in the running out of oxygen on the deserted ship. It's a yeah. lot of time. The cool bit though, I love the bit where they're climbing in that in the ship, and it's it's literally up high. It's like a climbing frame that's all lit with all different colours. They're actually up quite high, climbing across it. Um, and that's where Jamie attacks <laughs> Perry. <laughs> but that's what I don't get. I never understand because Jamie, how has he been? What he's just been surviving there, and what he's just changed into this, as in these rags, and he's like some tramp in the ship, for, and he just recovers suddenly. And then Jamie just sort of accepts the new Doctor and Perry. Doesn't really ask many questions. Just gets on with it and suddenly, I don't know, it's just too easy. Surely you should be more like amazed that there's this other Doctor and what's happened to his Doctor. He's not the Doctor I know. I am so, Jamie McCrimmon. I am another aspect of him, just as he is of me. Hey, I was him. He will be me. Who will I be? There's no, he's, he's happy. He's more he asks happy. He a bit about his Doctor. He does ask not a few a times. Like, so you're the same. But you're right. He's very accepting. You were also pointing out for me all the reasons why this isn't a great story. I'm just kidding. Well, do you know, I, I, I was middling on this anyway. I thought you would like it because Patrick Troughton was in it. And you like that. But in terms, like you say, in terms of the story, it's not like they have much time together anyway. No, they really don't. And it was watching and it this the time. Fun bit. When you're going to have doctors. You either want to see them... I mean, he's not even with his companion. He's not even with Jamie that much. It's only the first 10 minutes of the story. Then he's not... The whole point is I'm just trying to get him and Jamie back together. There's You either want to see the old companions and doctors together and you're like, that's nice, and you know them, and that's comforting. Or you want to see the doctor and the doctor engaging. That's what you want. Yeah, and you don't get that. And then the, the second Doctor has turned into the Andrian for half of it, so he's not even playing the Doctor. He's this other sort of taken over. He's this other version. Yeah, which... Can we just talk about very briefly? He's brilliant at that. 
Oh, all of his acting is great. Throughout, yeah. he's oh, so yeah. good at that. Like that that scene in the restaurant was the needed light comedy. That whole scene where the guy's like, and do you serve humans? Like, I, I found it really funny. I enjoyed that whole stuff. I enjoyed Patrick Trotton being asleep on the table at the end of their, like, <laughs> however many course meal that they just keep eating. I just found the whole thing. There could have been a bit more of a joke when they found him about, like, having a stomachache or something. But, like, that is a lot of food. But, yeah, I enjoyed all of that. So going to Spain, I mean... Again, I think the producer just wants a holiday in Spain and it's cheap I enough to go to this. Spain. I read about this. Sarah did oh, yeah. a little oh, bit of research. Mainly to check that I'd understood something in the plot. So I did read this and I did. So it, it was what I thought. The original plan was to go to America and that failed. The, there wasn't budget. And, and then it was going to be somewhere else. I can't remember. That got turned down, so they ended up in... The budget wasn't enough, so they ended up in Spain. And the original script was to have more jokes in about, like, Anglo-American stuff. And they had to rewrite the script as well. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't feel like a polished script. It just yeah, feels like... Yeah, and they like... got Patrick Troughton very early on. They signed him very early on to be in the story. So, yeah, I mean, in Spain, I mean... and they go Sarah. To... And they find this um, La Hacienda... And um, La Hacienda always makes me laugh. <laughs> I don't know why the word La Hacienda makes me laugh. Yeah, I but don't know why. <laughs> there's a, at, at uni, there was a Spanish restaurant called La Hacienda, right, that I lived nearby. And my housemate, she really wanted a part-time job there. I don't oh know my gosh, you've told me this story. Have I told you this? Have I told it on here or have I just you know, told you? But you've definitely told me this story. Yeah, maybe I'm going to tell it on here. Because I think I was keeping it until we got to La Hacienda. Yeah, and she really but you definitely told it me. <laughs> and she was like, she was asking them, sort of pressed them, and they were like, no, no, no. And she was like, oh, just give me a trial shift, give me. A tr-. And they were like, okay, we'll give you a trial shift tonight. It's Friday night. It's going to be busy. We won't get anyone else in. You need to turn up. Here's, you know. But so she was like, great. And then they're like, yeah, you just need to wear all black. And we got home, and she was like, I haven't got anything to wear. Black. Have you got anything? And I was like. I don't think it's good. She was like quite short. <laughs> I was like, my trousers are not good. So she tried my trousers on, my jumper. And I was like, this is all I've got that's black. She was like, I'm not going out like this. I cannot go like this. I don't have anything to wear. And she's like, I'm just not going to go. I was like, but they're relying on you. You said you were going. You really want this job. And they kept ringing her the whole night. Her phone was going off and she just ignored it. And so then when we walked to uni... It was all like open windows at this restaurant. We just had to, I don't know why I was keeping out of the way, but we had to duck and avoid La Hacienda from then on because she didn't turn up to this shift. <laughs> so maybe that much makes me laugh, but that's La Hacienda whenever they say that. Um, oh, and on the um, Blu-ray, actually a couple of things I found out on the Blu-ray. One, the lady that plays Anita, the Spanish lady, she is now vice vice president of gibraltar or something now she's interviewed what? on it and it says she's like the deputy of gibraltar basically now gosh okay. she's done well <laughs> um and also there's a uh there's like a making of but there's like another like a fan video from i, I don't know early 2000s of nicola bryan going to spain on a coach with a load of fans on like a train <laughs> I think they're mainly American fans. That I mean, must she, be the worst thing ever. And she, but she's the only one that seems to be enjoying it. She's doing like this video diary. 
Oh, and they're climbing, they're walking over these like bushes trying to find where the fishing scene was. And they're like, is it here? Is it here? I don't know, because it's just this, like, in London. barren thing. And they go to the house. Yeah, they go to the house and she's like, oh my God, this is amazing. I filmed here in the two docks and the people that own the house now are like, who are you? What are you doing? <laughs> and there's these American fans. They look completely bored just in the background, like on their phones, just looking around this house. Oh my it's God. great. It's Blu-ray on the extras. If you've if you've got the Blu-ray, everyone, check that out. Nicola Bryan in Spain is hilarious. Um <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, I mean I'm sure lots of fans have gone to Seville because of this. Yeah, uh, sure. All that all that yeah, again, it's running around Spain. How many times have we, we've had what have we had? France. Let's show off running around France. Amsterdam. This doesn't feel too much like showing off Spain though. They're running around after you know, when they're trying not to find in the same them. way. Not. It's they're... not like when they went to the Netherlands to Amsterdam and it's just run across a different scene, run across a different scene. Like the whole chase was just them showing up. There's not that much chase in this. They're just in location. I suppose so, but there is a little bit of it showing off with the restaurants and stuff, but it's all still, you know, all still but there it's and all very relevant to the story. Nothing will be as like show off where we are as Amsterdam. No, I suppose not. I suppose they are going around Amsterdam the was like a 10-minute chase sequence. Yeah, we didn't have that. Of nothing but just locations. But the funny thing is, in this, when... So Oscar, I think it's very unnecessary that Oscar gets stabbed and dies in his restaurant. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> you didn't dramatic. like those characters at all. They weren't, they weren't light relief. He had some great lines... With you know all about the moths and everything, it was so weird and random. Like and also, you know, you know, like I had no emotional attachment to that. I didn't feel sad. I was just like, oh, that happened. <laughs> I mean, it, it adds to this story about you know the violence again coming back. It's all about cannibalism. I knew shock you said, when I watched it. Do you know what I thought? I thought, oh, Mark will comment on this being violent. I oh, didn't well, feel like sad that he'd been stabbed. I was like, oh no, I didn't feel like oh god, he's dead. I'm like. And it's quite like he has his moment. Do you know what I mean? They give it a moment. It's not like a passing, oh, he's stabbed, oh, he's down. They're all there with him, like, you'll get through it. It's okay. And she's like, Oscar. And he says his, you know, it's a whole thing. He says his parting lines. I wasn't emotionally invested enough in Oscar and what's her name? So, like, Anita. Oh, no. I thought they, they're quite bothered when Oscar was stabbed. They're quite fun to, they are a bit more of a light relief, I think. There's a plenty of light relief in this, so you don't need them as light relief. It's a bit fun. I mean, yeah, we have all that stuff about I shot whatever he's called. He's more light relief. Shock eye. I <laughs> shot. <laughs> well, he's always gone on about eating humans and he, oh, he eats the rat and he's got his swords out with all the meat and everything. He's your time. comedy relief, love. I, I don't find any of that violent, though. No. I, just, I mean, it's not. I mean, well, you're what do you think though. of. I mean, Perry, Perry Trauma Watch. Can can went... I just bring up a story very quickly? I knew you were going to say this. No, I know what you're going to say. Go on. What am I, I going to say, love? What am I going to say? No, I'm not, I know what you're going to say. <laughs> Mark came in one day at work and was like, Sarah, I'm vegetarian. And I was like, cool, okay. And on it was a Friday. And then you went, yeah, yeah I'm going to be vegetarian. I was like, okay. Then it was Monday at work and we were doing brochure stuffing day. And Mark went, oh, well, I had some chicken nuggets on Saturday night. So I'm vegetarian from today. And I went, right, cool. And then they ordered pizzas. They ordered, what pizza was it, Mark? Oh, I don't know. I don't know but what it was. There was but... a veggie option. And then there was like this chicken one. And Mark came in with the chicken. I went, I thought you were veggie. 
And he went, oh, yeah, but this doesn't count. <laughs> so I went, what about his chicken? Of course it counts. This, well, I just thought I'd have this. Well, there's a true veggie option right next to that pizza. Oh, maybe tomorrow. And that ended Mark's vegetarian. <laughs> no, I try to remember I brought in the halloumi. <laughs> it's some halloumi. After you'd had your chicken pizza, yeah. Yeah, no, I did try. I did try. But yeah, you I knew you were going to say that. You watched a documentary about chickens or something, didn't you? Um, that was it. You'd watched a documentary about chickens. Oh, my God. You've reminded me. I still haven't watched uh, a go. film. It, I've got it on Blu-ray, but I haven't watched it yet. It's called Cow. It's like the day in the life of a like a dairy cow. Next time... Look up the trailer, everyone, for Cow. Right. Oh, my God. I, I mean, I don't I think I I feel like the next it. time we record... Mark will be vegan because he'll have watched that. <laughs> Why don't we do the two doctors vegetarian challenge? What? What are you on about? Just, just be vegetarian for a bit. For why? <laughs> in, in honour of the two doctors. <laughs> I'd have no problem with that. I think I'd be fine. I go like I reckon. I do like two, three days a week vegetarian already. That's really good. I've got my Abel and Cole box now, so my meat's organic. Mm, uh, but I've always, I always try and have good quality meat. If I eat out, I can't control when you know when I eat at home. If I don't have good quality meat in already, like high welfare, then um, then I eat veggie. Yeah, you don't want shock high standard of meat. No, you don't want that. Do you know? But I don't eat lamb. Um, I'm not a fan of lamb. I can't eat duck. I'm allergic. Oh right. Violently allergic. <laughs> Not bothered by turkey. I like chicken. I enjoy chicken. I enjoy beef. And I like sausages. <laughs> there we go. We've gone for all the meats, everyone. Anyway, Burgers back to the two doctors. And Mark's a vegetarian that eats chicken. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, they well, there's that cliffhanger where Shock Eye's like trying to catch Perry to eat her. That's very violent. I mean, this is going to add into Perry's trauma watch. I wasn't sure which one it would be, but I think it was either being <laughs> attacked by Jamie or <laughs> attacked by a cannibal. I think it's attacked I... by a cannibal more than yeah. Jamie. She ends up being friends yeah. with Jamie. So so here we go, everyone. We have got oh, <laughs> almost oh, drowning. auto on Mark's doing this. Almost drowning in Lanzarote, getting spectroxemia, been strangled by the new doctor. I'm going to say attacked by the Cybermen, turned into a bird. Roped by a tree, <laughs> and now attacked by a cannibal. Turned into a bird is still like the funniest line. One because I don't remember it, <laughs> and two, it's just a ridiculous thing to have happened. Turned into a bird. I do you know what my favorite bit? I, don't I want know what turned into you saying turned into a bird is my ringtone. <laughs> I really liked when I mean it, it's quite chill. The doctor goes off to like investigate the Halacienda. Halacienda, I can't say Harassienda. Harassienda. <laughs> you know, it was your neighbourhood Spanish restaurant, Mark. <laughs> La Hacienda. <laughs> he goes off to investigate that, and there's Perry, Jamie, Anita, and Oscar, and they're just sitting on the grass on a sunny day, just chilling out. And Perry's like, "So, what do you guys do?" And I just yeah, love them all just sitting around having a chat. Brilliant. Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of padding in this. Not as much padding as like running around Amsterdam, but there's there is a lot of padding. This story, I don't, I know. Right, so you're, I'm right here. You're two Sultarans. <laughs> Sultarans. Sultarans. <laughs> Some gas was released. 
<laughs> yeah, and then you um, had one. Well, one they all got green, didn't they? And, yeah, and then yeah. the last one, he went in the machine, didn't he? Because he thought it could time travel and it couldn't. Yeah. And he got killed. Yeah. Oh, one got his leg chopped off, didn't it? Or stabbed. Jamie stabbed one in the leg. So the gas goes off and only one gets out. Yes. Right? Then he ends up in... Yeah, then that happens later. Yeah. Also, why did no one in Spain question a green thumb running around? Looks like a rock thumb. Yeah, but there was no one else around because it was just that old lady that lived there and then it was all like deserted in that house. There was no one else around. Yeah. And my actually, I placed it... Because there's different locations. I placed it near the restaurants in my head. <laughs> You're right. No, they're in the abandoned house. Because uh, after all the restaurants... It's a very happened. brief scene of him just running out of a house green, coughing and spluttering, and I'd, in my head I'd put it in the town because that's where they were just before. Because It goes on because you think everything's sort of over. By the time Oscar's stabbed and they get the, the Andrew comes back and everything and the doctor's okay, and then you get the whole extra bit. You think, oh, it's winding down now. That's the finale, but actually it's not. That's just like halfway through. We've got even more to go. And that's when I get a bit tired of it and think it's a bit too long. Also, sorry, I'm really jumping here. And just as things pop in my head that annoyed me. So right at the very end, right. So we see at the start, the second Doctor's TARDIS vanishes. And they're like, what are we going to do? And then he just pushes a button and it appears. He could have done that right at the bloody start. Well, he was captured, wasn't he? And they but didn't want they, they? well they didn't want the TARDIS on the ship because they didn't want the Time Lord the Time Lords didn't want him to know that he was sort of working for them so he was so that's they why I don't got think rid of it. Okay, yeah. fine. and then the Sontarans attacked took the Doctor away Jamie stayed there as a tramp yeah <laughs> um talking about Dastari quickly the guy who plays him has been in Doctor Who before I mean you can probably tell because he's got his cool shades on but he played Johnny Ringo the one of the cowboys in the Western one with Dodo. Oh my gosh, that is going back. I remember the name Johnny Ringo. Yeah. Oh, you might have shot Charlie was, the Barman. I just remember that name. Did he kill Charlie the Barman? I think he did. I think he did. You're yeah. right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And there's just... our like the motive for our most controversial hero of the season award. Yeah. It's the story. And Jacqueline Pierce, who plays Tracini, she's a great actress. She's what Lara Croft do you call her? I don't know. I liked how that bit where she, because she's pretending not to be as sort of um, in primeval as Shockeye, and you can, and when it sort of breaks down and she licks the blood on the floor at the end, and then just hey, that's a great scene. Her, like, that that is, is and he's in really the background; good. he can see it happening. That's yeah. that's a really good scene. Yeah, she's quite a. I mean, she's known for some other another sci-fi series in the seventies. She's in a lot of stuff, but I've got her autobiography, which is quite interesting. Because <laughs> she talks about in it. It's, it she's very like kind of in it or not no, not a lot, I don't think. Um, she talks a lot about um having orgasms with <laughs> she has sex with the other. She couldn't she has this she never like orgasms for a long, 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 long time. What? And then what? she has sex with her gay friend and she has like the most she describes when she has a really amazing orgasm. I mean, that's what Jacqueline Pierce's autobiography is like. And it's read I've got the audiobook read by oh her. Oh my god. <laughs> to this day I remain undecided as to what was responsible for this huge milestone in my life. Was it Jim, me, us, or the substance he waved under my nose and which I inhaled with dramatic results? 
It was amyl nitrate, apparently used frequently in the gay community, but unheard of by myself. After much reflection, I decided that the cause was really irrelevant. A key had been turned, a door opened, and I knew a moment of such beauty, a moment I have never been able to repeat. I said to him, Jim, I'm coming. And I fell through a night sky filled with stars. My soul surrendered itself completely to his. And we were indeed, in those moments, one being. It's quite, it's a good book. It's a good book, it's quite funny, but she goes into a lot of detail in that book. But not uh, about Doctor Who. I don't think she talks much about Doctor Who, no. I'll just sort of bring just... up the fact that she talks about her orgasms. But... <laughs> just to mention watch. It. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, okay, well. I would it's... rate this four out of ten. Oh my God, wow. I was given a percentage. Like, I was like, oh, I rate this like a 40% enjoyment, which is a four out of ten. It's not like horrific. Basically, the only reason it's not like a two or three is the dinner scene with Patrick Troughton, <laughs> which I loved. And there were those odd moments that were great, but otherwise it's a bit of a pointless story for me. Yeah, it's a shame. It's a bit of a it's a waste of because I think Patrick Troughton this is a of having the second doctor there. I mean it's great to have more of him because this is like the third time he's come back now, which is great more than because actually he's what we are, 85. He's he dies like two years later. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh... it's coming. <laughs> Spoilers: He's not in Doctor Who again. <laughs> 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 and it's nice to see Jamie, although I can't like he. His age does sort of, and like he, he's in the heat as well. With all his kilt oh, and he's got I'm that thing over in his jacket, yeah. and he's out there in the really boiling hot. But heat. he's still Jamie, like you know it's. Oh, he Jamie. still plays it, yeah. And I think like that's why I can sort of you can, and I think because he's not with Patrick Troughton, you do. I, I sort of like you get over it and you do accept that he is Jamie. Like I just sort of grow with it. I think it's weird to see like. The second Doctor and Perry sort of working together on stuff. I just think that's a weird yeah. mix. It's really odd to have the current companion and, and, and like a Doctor like from way back. Just uh, I think it needed a bit of editing, and they didn't need to go abroad. I yeah, nothing was honest. added to it being abroad. No, and how, what do you think of the violence at the moment? Then is it? Do I you think that was too was much? You didn't no. think it was that bad. I mean, also... well, actually, no. The only bit again. This is the Doctor where he chloroforms or chloro whatever's shock eye and kills him and again like the acid bath thing he's like he makes a joke you're just desserts that again that's what people say about this doctor it's too violent again it's that moment of like he didn't need to do that another i don't think all the doctors would have done that can you see them of proper like choking him i think he just needed to be pat knocked out i don't think he needed to be killed off i think he needed to do it enough but he went down so he wasn't chasing him and then they had time to get away yeah but so equally, that... I don't think he could have stayed on Earth. No, I mean, and Shokai... Humans. And he has an insatiable appetite. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he in a way, he did deserve it because it was that. But is it doctoring behaviour? No, there was no... I think the issue for me is, what like, if it had him out, he comes to, and they've all gone, you've left this thing that just wants to eat humans and has no hit to his stomach just on the planet. 
right? He'd just wipe out villages. <laughs> yeah, I know you couldn't leave him on Earth, no, but... So, like, I'm, they can't take him with him because, like, they're on Earth. They're in Spain. They're on Earth. They're on another planet, and he's try he's talking about the death, and he's just trying to get Jamie and... Oh, my God, Perry. Um, You know, sorry. I got Perry Perry chicken in my head then. <laughs> <laughs> he's just got it, and the plot is like, oh, I've never tasted human, and he's just trying to get them. You can't just, like, knock him out, get away, right? And, like... You've had your escape, but it's not. He wants. He he, he couldn't be left. <laughs> He'd wipe out that Spanish village. No, but they get they get him in the TARDIS and take him to his back in his planet, wherever they all. He would come be. From. They call it the Spanish flu, but it's not. It was him. <laughs> shocker, yeah. The shocker getting through the villages. <laughs> the history books would say the Spanish flu. Yeah, he he's, he plays it really well, though. I mean, he must have had a lot of fun. Oh yeah, for sure. That. Um, and they all had a great holiday in Spain, so <laughs> wonderful. No rain in Spain. <laughs> no, there's all like behind the scenes photos of them all playing in the swimming pool and stuff and having a great few days. There we go. That's the two doctors. I thought you, yeah, I thought you might be more enthusiastic, but um, well, the next story is like back to two again. Okay. Two, uh, and it's called Time Lash. Oh, <laughs> what do I think that's about? Um, I hope it's in space. Right. Yeah. That's yeah, actually, the Doctor and Perio again less bickery than I thought. There's a little bit at the beginning, but they're oh yeah, they get on well. Good, it's like, a good yeah. story actually for both of them. They yeah. do they do get a lot to do. I am aware that we've not gone through this in any order because I could just kept saying things that annoy me about the plot. But no, it's fine. You say how you find it. It's fine. Like, I, I definitely yeah. <laughs> we I think we covered it. I think people might agree. I'm not sure. I don't know. It's I think it's fifty fifty a lot of the time. Um, but in the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Two Watch Who. We will work on some baking at some point. Uh, <laughs> no when, but yeah. And then we will see you next time for Time Lash. <laughs> you can support us at buymeacoffee.com. And you can support us at buymeacoffee.com forward slash Two Watch Who. Let's get into um, our little transmat thing and get out of Spain then, I suppose. Head off. Oh no, we'll head to the restaurant and have some food. Nice. Sure. See you then. Bye. Two. Watch who.